When my client T came to me, she had been suffering from constipation for over a decade with no relief. She had tried all the natural constipation remedies she could find, including exercise, belly massage, herbal laxatives, and prune juice, all with no improvement. After just one month of implementing my recommendations and individualized protocols we developed for her in my foundations program, T went from pooping once every few days to pooping every day, sometimes multiple times a day. Listen in to learn how T did it, what made the difference, and how you can end your constipation too. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work. Breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunk the myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. Okay, so the the recording has started, and the reason I'm recording this, which maybe you're not surprised about, T, <laughs> is that you have just not everyone gets the story, but it does. These stories do exist where your constipation, and you're, I'm literally looking at your coaching confidence form. I mean, you said your constipation was ten out of ten bad when you started, and like no bowel movements for days, and you were having since we last chatted or since, uh, since about a month ago, when we had your results call, you've been having at least one bowel movement a day and some days even two. So yeah. can you tell us more about that? Like what's that? Yeah. What was it? How many days was it after the results call? Oh my God. That's a great question. Um, I would say after that, like once I started to incorporate the protocols into my days and maybe a few days after including the supplements mm-hmm. like instantly, basically. Yeah. Um, and it was incredible because one time I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going in the morning. And I was so excited to tell my husband, I was like, I'm going, I'm pooping. <laughs> He's like, good job. Um, and then one day, and one day I went twice in the day and I was so ecstatic. And then I went three times in that day. I was like, oh my God, this is such a miracle. And it was just like, talking to him about it I was just like this is the most exciting thing I've experienced in a long time um but yes that was a huge difference from what I've been experiencing before we met and before I started the protocols yes no laxatives no like guesswork no frustration I mean up until this point yeah but (laughs) but okay and I'm actually because if it was a few days in were you do you know by any chance, like, cause you have different protocols, like the first protocol, your oh. digestion protocol, leaky gut, like, would you have, you you wouldn't have started all of them by this point. Correct. Like maybe up to your nutrient protocol. I'm just guessing. 
I think right now I even printed it at home. It's like, I love right. it. I'm so curious because um, I really love to pinpoint even for your benefit and let alone my benefit of learning for some people, you know, if you're already having such an improvement in your bowel movements, yeah. sometimes looking at what you had done and started by the time you're seeing improvements tells us maybe one of the key factors in your problem. It was definitely when I started to reach the leaky gut. So I started mm-hmm. the liver protocol I was doing before the, the digestion I incorporated. And then once I started the HMET binder and the, the yeah. mucosa, mega mucosa, the L. Like yeah. that, when I noticed. and then especially yes. when I started to reach the early stages of the nutrient protocol. Okay. Especially. Are you ready to end your bloating and constipation? If so, I have amazing news for you. Until August 24th, you can enter to win a full scholarship to my online course, The Better Belly Blueprint. The Better Belly Blueprint is my online course that teaches you how to end bloating and constipation just like my clients have done. In the Better Belly Blueprint, I have included all of the most powerful techniques, tips, and functional labs I have used with my clients the past three years for them to end bloating and constipation naturally. So if you are ready to ditch the endless food restrictions, doctor visits, and frustration of not knowing what to do to end your bloating and constipation, then the Better Belly Blueprint is for you. And to celebrate hitting 100K in downloads for the Better Belly podcast, I'm giving you the chance to win a full scholarship to the Better Belly Blueprint. There are four steps to enter. Step one, leave a rating and review for the Better Belly Podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify between now and August 24th. Step two, take a screenshot of that rating and review. Step three, go to betterbellytherapies.com slash giveaway and fill out our 100K giveaway form with your name, email, and screenshot. And step four, the winner will be announced on August 31st, and you will be emailed if you win. If you win, you'll get a full scholarship to the Better Belly Blueprint, which opens in enrollment again on August 31st. And bonus, if you don't win, I have a special gift for you. You'll receive this gift in your inbox as soon as the giveaway is over. There's literally no way to lose. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave your rating and review, take that screenshot and submit the form. You can find all the links and these instructions in our show notes to make it nice and easy for you to become our next winner and enter the Better Belly Blueprint to end bloating and constipation. Now back to our podcast episode. Yes, that's great. I mean, all those things are are things that would compromise with with digestive problems. I just had a client recently, as a fun fact, um, end up taking mega mucosa and a different supplement form that was like three times as powerful and it was helping her with diarrhea. You know, I'm just like, I, you see things where people just really need help with their immunoglobulins. And as soon as that, that works out, then st- things start flowing. Um, you said HMET binder. I haven't actually heard that one yet, but, um, I mean, even licorice root, if you're, you're taking, are you taking that? Remind me. Cause no, okay. Yeah. Was you, energy, it wasn't right? super relevant. I mean, but it's yeah. just super interesting. A lot of those are more just cleaning up toxins in your gut. That's a lot of their roles is like either boosting your immune system, cleaning up toxins and giving you nutrients. That's those protocols. Um, mm-hmm. and then I'm guessing you've started the H pylori protocol too then. Yeah. I started the H pylori and the C diff now. 
Ooh. And how are those going? Because um, any die off that you've noticed? Actually, there was one day when I started to take the, I don't even know if this is included, but the biocidin drops. Yeah. It was like, I couldn't tell if it was like the drops doing it, but I just started to feel just like low and just unmotivated for a second. But I don't know if that's necessarily, see, it's hard for me because I'm like, is it just A, I'm hungry? Or is it actually the after effect? But other than that, I don't think I've experienced any die-off effects. Thankfully, fingers crossed, continuing through these protocols. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, you're clearly handling it well. And just, you know, I'm looking at your labs too, just to get a refresher on, just to always make sure all these comments I'm making that I have in mind, mm -hmm. what your body's actually dealing with, not just, you know, what we're throwing at it. Um yeah, you had that low secretory IgA response, low digestive enzymes with the elastase. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's great because clearly your body was struggling to balance itself and have regular bowel movements. And with just a little bit of love and support, it's getting back there. And then what we're going to, what we're doing, you know, over the next few months too, is, um, is stabilizing. So you don't need these supplements for life. Your body should actually be able to do all the things these supplements are doing for you on its own. And yeah. that's why the program is longer than, you know, oh, I feel better. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I know you're on, on board with that, but, um, just as a confirmation that when remind me, um, regarding food sensitivities and just changing your diet. Had you changed some of your diet? Sometimes people change it even before our results call because you get that lab. Had you already changed it or was it also new since we last met? No, I haven't. It was new since we last met. Um, I, there was a few things. So, so now I'm like completely gluten-free, completely dairy-free. And I don't really eat peanuts. So that was already out of the question. Um, but before that, I tried like just for lifestyle purposes, like gluten-free stuff, but now it's definitely incorporated into my day. And I tried those, those crackers you recommended and they're absolutely delicious. I forget. Yes. The they're so good. The Simple Mills almond yes, flour. They're so good. Love it. So yes. Good. So I've been finding very cool alternatives so far. Um, and it hasn't felt any different. Obviously if we're having a get together and we all like the group orders pizza and I'm just like in the background, Cause that's both dairy and gluten. <laughs> it's so, it's like one of the worst. I have to admit like pizza as like a, like an experience of dining, you just have to always get the salads and then last for no dairy. And the pizza's like iceberg lettuce or the salads, like iceberg lettuce and tomatoes. And you're like, is that it? <laughs> yeah. So that's like the only adjustment. I'm like, okay, I got to figure out alternative ways of incorporating this new diet into my lifestyle without completely ruining yeah. the way I interact. One, one thing you could consider, although the dairy-free throws this off, um, it does throw it off. Cause I was thinking my husband is gluten-free, but not dairy-free and just gets frozen pizzas from Costco that are cauliflower crusts. Now, one thing you could buy cauliflower, frozen cauliflower crusts that you could just make at home, like a la carte as you need with pizza sauce and like some goat cheese or, um, manchego cheese, which we talked about, um, but let's see, um, sometimes depending on your friend group and, and, or how the pizza is being ordered, 
if you can find a pizza place that has a gluten dairy-free option. So usually it's like, it'll say gluten-free vegan is what they're like, uh, the words that that product or that company might use. Then try to get all your friends to order pizza from that place so you can get their gluten-free vegan pizza um, and, and they get their whatever they want. Um, option. I'm just thinking, oh, there's no cheese. I want no pizza. So they do have gluten-free and then you can get veggies and stuff on top. Mm-hmm. I just completely forgot that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if they have a gluten-free crust and no cheese, you can either add your own cheese from home once the pizza gets there or you can just eat it, which I think is still tasty and fun in my mind, especially if you're like, it's either this or nothing. Um, yes, that's an option. Great. That's why I think we have these discussions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and I know you said on here, you didn't really have any new symptoms pop up, like symptoms being bad things. Uh, and you had no questions at the time. Do you have any questions right now as we're chatting? Yes, actually. I know I said it at the time. I was like, it usually pops up when I'm conversating. That's um, why we have these conversations. So now that you mentioned the die-off symptoms, what are some typical die-off symptoms that one may experience if I were to? And if I'm not experiencing it now, is it just because it's the beginning? It's only been a few weeks since incorporating Right. Or is it just that my body is able to handle those things? I'm just curious about what the die-off symptoms actually look 100%. like. Yes. Yes. Differentiate like it was me just being over observing versus okay, this is a dioxin. Yeah. So there's a couple layers to that. So dioxin symptoms can happen when you start a supplement like biocidin and then you're just like ramping it up. And so it could be when you first take the supplement or the second or third day as you're slowly increasing that dosage, it could be as the second supplement because you, none of our product, none of our pathogen protocols are one supplement. You know, they're a couple different ones. Sometimes it's that one supplement is the pathogen really doesn't like. Sometimes it's just that you're finally accumulating enough of these kind of, you know, pathogen killers that the pathogen is like, this is dumb. And it starts fighting back. Um, I actually have some people, this isn't super relevant to what you're going through, but some people who have parasites, parasites are more active around the full moon. And so sometimes they're doing fine on their pathogen protocol, but then they hit the the full moon starts to approach and they could have between one and six days of, of actually die off just around the full moon because the parasite's more active. And then it's swallowing all these like supplements and then it's dying and it's making you feel bad. Um, but this, I don't see that correlation typically with H pylori and C diff of like a time in the month thing. Sometimes people's women's periods just add to the kind of what's going on. So, and that's not so much, it's a certain amount. It's like a, not so much die off, but just detoxing the fact that our periods are natural detox. It's like, a natural detox per- period for us. Yeah. And I feel like, is that a joke or something? Um, and so sometimes when you're like killing all this stuff and then you also have your cycle, your body's like, wow, that's a lot. And so then that gets to what are the actual symptoms? And I always say, think head to toe. It could be anything. And I don't like, we're not encouraging paranoia, but I, I want to encourage open-mindedness. So like I had a client who was getting a diet from H pylori and it was a headache. And we know it was that because she was getting this headache a couple of days into starting her Matula tea. And at least that to me seemed to be the only thing that had changed. There was no period going on. There was, there was no stress. There was no, like I slept weird. It was just a headache. And so she on her own was like, this might be die off, took her binder, the GID talks you have, 
And are you taking that regularly or just not no, at all right I'm now? Just, here just in case I do experience something though. Okay. And that's great. Cause that also tells us like, if you're like, Oh, I was taking it, you know, some people like to take it pre- preventatively and they take it every day. And then that could be going to, I was like, nah, I'm just going to see what happens. <laughs> you're kind of like me. You're like, let's just scientifically make myself feel bad yeah. and yeah. take this after if I need it. <laughs> um, yeah. And so she took the GID talk. She's like, got this headache. It seems like a headache. She was like, I normally would take ibuprofen. I'll just take this GI detox. And the headache went away. And she's like, what? you know, it just doesn't seem like it was detox. Like there was nothing about it. Most people might think, well, if it's a supplement, maybe it'd make my tummy feel bad. She had a headache, but H. pylori can cause headaches. So can either be, I usually think when I'm thinking head to toe, and then I'm trying to help you think about your symptoms and what might be die-off, I first say any of your top five, those are often going to be one of the first things that might flare up. So, um, if I were to look at your top five here, floating gassy after meals, acid reflux, const- Oh, that's actually somebody else. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're like, that doesn't sound familiar. Um, so sorry. All too things. many forms. You're like, she's just like me. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to read off. This is actually your form floating constipation, bad breath, water retention, brain fog. Um, any of those could get worse. Um, I also have clients get like diarrhea who are like, normally I have constipation. Why am I getting diarrhea? I'm like, die off. Um, so you could literally have the opposite problems that you normally have. You could have problems you never have. Like I never get acne and I have acne. That's also a big sign. If it's like totally out of the blue, this client who had a headache was like, I never get headaches. And so it's, it's so weird. Die off is just like whatever your body can manifest. That is literally that bug throwing out toxic juices and then your body's saying, we have to do something with this. And then it, you manifest it somewhere. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of openness and that's, um, one of the thing, one of the reasons why I would say start with a binder before you start with anything else, because if the binder works, that definitely, that's one of the best like tests, if you could call it that of, is it die off? Um, if, if a binder works, um, and then reducing supplements, especially pathogen supplements. If you're like, this is so intense. If you reduce the supplements after doing the binder, just because you're getting a lot of symptoms and then it, that improves, that's another way to say this is a die off. Um, so those, does that help? Yeah. I think what really helped is I definitely did go slow with incorporating each one. Like I literally one cap, two cap, and then yep. built it up for yep. each. I love the maturity in the mornings and the evenings too. Just because you like the tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Like, yeah, no, we like make it a ritual because I make some for myself and my partner and we're just like, it's our morning coffee and evening yeah. at the same time. Has so- he, um, has your partner had any symptoms or anything changed that he's noted? No, not that he's noted. Yeah. And that's fine. That's super common. If a partner already feels pretty healthy in their body and they take this, their body's so strong. They're like, is this doing anything? It's like, it is, but you're just really like their body's really robust and you doing as well as you are, you know, both helps that you're following the supplements. You're doing some of the detox strategies that I gave you. You're supporting your liver, but, but also just says your body has a certain amount of vitality to it inherently. That's, that's supporting it. Cool. Does that feel good with that answer? Yes. Thank you. Anything else coming to mind right now? I did. So the potassium shots, I was curious about the difference between 
taking the potassium shots for the amount of potassium is going to include into my diet versus kidney beans. I don't know if uh, you're familiar. I'm about to just look up kidney bean potassium per cup. Okay. It's one of my favorite things to do. Wow. They do have a lot of potassium. <laughs> yeah. I was just curious if it was something that had to do with the breakdown of taking the shot versus taking something like uh, a bean that may have more fiber. Yeah. In it. So, yeah, this gets into like some good things and we do absorb like just in general bodies absorb potassium in food form better than anything else. What I have found is that potassium shots are much more effective making someone poop. If, if you want like the potassium shot to have a poop effect, which maybe that's why you're like pooping so regularly is the potassium shot is having that. And I found that like kidney beans because, or food sources of potassium, um, I haven't ever tried it with coconut water. So coconut water might be the one of the only exceptions and you'd have to still add salt into the coconut water and drink enough of it to get the right amount of milligrams of potassium um, compared to like the potassium shot. But kidney beans specifically, as an example, they have all that fiber and extra stuff in it. So it's not just potassium that hits you straight. It is, it's, it's mixed in and your body has to pull out all the potassium. So it doesn't hit you so hard, which actually is one of the reasons we can absorb it really well, but you don't get, that's why like kidney beans is not going to be. And actually sometimes kidney beans, because they're so high fiber, they can make people more gassy and have a more slow transit of their, of their food. And so sometimes like I might for you, if you can eat kidney beans and feel good and use that as a focal source for potassium, great. But if you do that and then you stop pooping as much, it might be the potassium shot was helping you. And then some of my clients and some people who might be listening to this in the future, um, you just can't say everyone can eat kidney beans. Cause for example, if you're on the low FODMAP diet, you don't want to eat kidney beans. Um, if you're having problems with food fermenting in your gut and just slow transit, you could have extra gas. So that's one of the benefits of supplements is that they're defoodified forms. And some, that's some one of the pro cons. And it's one of the pros is like, you're not trying to get this nutrient from a food you're sensitive to. Um, and I know that, and that's why I like to use it as a supplement, but to that, for that being a very long answer, kidney beans look like a great source. If you want to just focus on, you know, a half a cup twice a day or a full cup of kidney beans worth of food, whether that's chili or straight or whatever, you're welcome to do that. Um, there are some other foods too, like I said, coconut water, as long as you are hitting, you know, about a thousand milligrams a day, though 2000 is even better. So but I'm looking at this, a cup of raw kidney beans. I don't know if that means uncooked, maybe if it's uncooked, that could also explain cooked yeah. kidney beans would be maybe closer to two cups. It yeah. says for a cup of raw kidney beans, it's 2,500 milligrams. It's like phenomenal amount of potassium. Does that, is that a great or two? Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. Detail. That was so, that was such an interesting thing to discover. I don't know why. I was looking at a can of beans. It's like, oh, look at the potassium in here. Yeah. There are a lot of foods that are great. Like potatoes have a great amount of potassium in them. Um, if you look at the potassium broth recipe that I have in your nutrient protocol, one of the ingredients in there is potatoes. Um, so that could be really th great thing. I really like the potassium broth. It's also, you can drink it warm. You can drink it cold potassium smoothie has coconut water in it. 
Um, but yeah, if you know you're eating kidney beans, that's another plus. You can just mentally be like potassium, but you'd have to be really intentional with its quantity to make sure you're hitting the therapeutic goals. I'm trying to help, help you hit. Okay. Got it. The supplements just make it really consistent. How much milligram, how many milligrams you're getting, regardless of what you want to eat that day. And that's another benefit of supplements just in general. Like, I, what if I don't want to eat a cup of kidney beans today or like two cups of water or coconut water or whatever, you know, or you're traveling. It's so, it's such a small amount of powder. It's like, woohoo. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, um, good question. The last observation. I don't know if I put it on the sheet or form, but I realized you mentioned in our call, like, breaking down all of our tests that my pee after incorporating the B6 was going to turn like yellow. Yeah. And I noticed it one day and I was like, Oh, this is what she was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's really and yellow. Yeah. Thrown off. I was like, Why is my pee so vibrant right now? Yes. It was, it was hilarious. That was just an observation I meant to include. I was like, okay, that was That's funny. Good. That's yeah. good. Well, just as a as a overview and just looking forward to the next month before our next coaching call, in the next month, you will probably finish your H. pylori protocol closest to the end to the, our next coaching call, um, which should be super fun to just, you'll be able to end the H. pylori protocol. You can begin your protocol on rebuilding your stomach acid and zinc levels uh, once that Matula T is done. And that will even be even one more chink in the armor. It'll be one more thing that was going to help you poop in the long run on your own, um, as well as just help with your overall mineral levels in your body. Um, Do I discontinue once these supplements run out? Do I discontinue or reorder? You would continue to reorder everything, but the H. pylori and the C. diff, because those are very time bound. H. pylori is a month. C. diff is about six weeks. Um, let's see. Okay. Okay. And then the other ones we're going to continue the nutrient leaky gut digestion. I usually, usually at least three months. And then Uh we kind of start reevaluating based on your symptoms. And if we do an HTMA retest, which I often like doing that around the three month mark. So those are a little bit TBD and, but you're healing at a phenomenal rate. Like your symptomology is reducing so fast, which it's, just so people listening are know this, like it's fine if your symptomology takes three or four months to go away, but it's awesome if it takes less yeah. as you can attest to. So um, all that being said, it does set you up for likely being able to come off the supplement sooner and even doing things like reintroducing peanuts into your diet, which was one of your temporary food sensitivities. So, um, but yeah, one month at a time. And that's, why? Another reason we have these coaching calls about it once every month so that we can really, it's a, that's about the rate at which things change. So sound that's good. good. All right. Well, that's it. We do have our next coaching call already scheduled. So I think you should be all set T. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Awesome. It was great seeing you and I'll see you in a month. Okay. Talk soon. Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, 
It's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.